Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Okay, you know I am all about some Instagram. It's how I've grown my business to the point that it's at now. It's where I get all of my leads and most of my sales. I am very passionate and thankful for Instagram. And my mission is to help other women do what I do and grow their own businesses using social media platforms like Instagram as well. And I spend a lot of time talking about what you should do and how you should go about doing things on this platform. But I don't typically spend a ton of time talking about the things that I that I think you shouldn't do. So I thought today we could switch it up and go through my list of no-nos when it comes to the gram. Because I remember well what it was like when I was trying to navigate this app for my own business and trying to learn how to grow effectively. And it doesn't take but one search on Google to be pulled in a million different directions and told a million different strategies and opinions on what's the best way to do blank. And while there's a ton of great advice out there to be found, there's even more poor, outdated advice that's being taught as well. So I thought that I would take the opportunity to directly call out 10 things I see often on Instagram that's gotta go. Okay, let's get into it. The 10 things you, well, we all need to stop doing on Instagram like yesterday. And by the way, these are in no particular order except for the order that they popped into my head, which is why we are starting with a biggie. Number one, stop stealing people's content. Do you hear me? (laughs) Just because it's on Instagram doesn't make it any less lame to steal someone's thoughts or ideas and post them as your own. I literally came across a post the other day where someone rewrote one of my captions almost verbatim and used it as her own. And she changed a couple of lines and a word here and there, but it was mine. I wrote it. And that has never happened to me before. I've never seen that before. I've heard of it happening to other people, but that was a first for me. And to be honest, I did not know how to handle it, so I ended up not saying anything at all. But here's the thing. It's unethical, first off, but also you're not doing yourself any favors here. So you can copy and paste some captions, but do you plan on doing that forever? Like, do you think no one will catch on or that will support an actual business? And I don't know, maybe it will, but you're hurting yourself. You're not putting any effort into honing your own voice and your own writing skills. So you think you might be cutting corners and saving time and effort, but you're holding yourself back in the process. So do yourself a favor and stop. And to be clear, I don't mean sharing people's content and giving the person who wrote it credit. 
That is not stealing. That's sharing and totally fine. I do think we all should do more creating of our own content than sharing other people's, especially as businesses and influencers. But either way, I'm saying if you are taking someone's work, no matter the platform and posting it as your own, you should stop. Okay, moving on. (laughs) We got right into it, didn't we? Well, let's just keep this going. Number two, stop cold messaging for the love. Cold messaging is out. It is burning more bridges than you realize. Bridges that could be very strong and effective if you were taking the time to build them. Do you get what I'm saying? Here's what I think of when I think of cold messaging. So let's say that you're at a party and you look across the room and you see your soulmate. And you two have never spoken, but somehow you know that that is your dude. So what do you do? Cold messaging is the equivalent to walking straight up to a guy, grabbing him by the hand and saying, hi, honey, you don't know me yet, but we got to get out of here and get married. No, no, no. Don't get weirded out. We're actually soulmates. Just follow me. Come, come. It's time to name our unborn children now. Like, what do you think that dude's going to do? He is going to run for the hills, duh, because you're coming on way too strong. You're moving way too fast. And for the one out of a hundred that doesn't run for the hills, well, in that case, you should run for the hills because the guy is clearly a psychopath. And yes, obviously I'm joking here, but not really. Cold messaging is outdated and ineffective, point blank, period. And I know that I'm probably going to get some messages about this because I know that there are a ton of people who have built their whole businesses around cold messaging. But how is that working out for them now? You know, maybe they did get super lucky at first and made it work back when it was a legit strategy because no one had really caught on to it yet. But things have changed. Peeps have caught on for a long time now, and because so many people refuse to adapt and adopt new strategies, cold messaging is the reason why so many MLMs have a bad rap today. So listen, I'm not trying to put anyone down or make anyone feel bad, but I am saying that cold messaging needs to die and stay dead because all it's good for, if anything, are short-term wins, and we are better than that. We are here to build real, lasting businesses and wealth, and that is not built with instant gratification and shallow partnerships. It's built with long-term strategy and real relationships, both of which take time and effort to build, but they will pay off far greater and longer than the old way of doing things. So if you have an upline who is pressuring you to send out messages, don't be mad at her. She's just doing her best and passing down information that was passed down to her. But it's time for you to take ownership and responsibility for what you're building and tell her, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to try something new. Number three, staying on the cold train. Let's stop cold targeting while we're at it too. If you're not sure what that is, cold targeting is where you spend your precious time going out and following a bunch of people and engaging with their content in hopes that they follow you back. Now, this is a legit strategy. And as a matter of fact, I have taken a whole course on how to do this, quote, 
effectively a couple of years ago, which by the way, is impossible because the amount of time you put into this strategy is so disproportionate to the gains you get from it. And that said, as someone who has devoted too many hours to doing this and getting just about nothing from it, trust me, do not fall into this trap. I say this to my clients all the time. If you're going to be doing anything on Instagram, it needs to be either creating content and or fostering relationships with the people who have already bought into you, aka following you, not chasing a bunch of people who don't know you from Adam. And yes, we need to be doing some sort of growth strategies to grow steadily over time, but this is not the way. Instead, I encourage you to try doing something else like giveaways, collaborations, story takeovers, things like that. Okay, number four, the next thing that needs to stop is going at this alone. This meaning Instagram. So if you just scratched your head when I mentioned collaborating with other people as a way to grow your following, this is probably for you because you're probably not being social enough on the gram. There are so many people right now at your fingertips that would love to collaborate and be your friend. And I know that that sounds cheesy and I'm not trying to say it in a weird way, but it's true. I have talked to so many women who are trying to build businesses and followings alone with no help. And that's fine if that's what you really want, but I'm just telling you that it's not necessary. You never know what opportunity or friendship could come from a genuine connection and conversation on Instagram. And I am proof of this. I am not the most social person in the world. I have a few close friends that I've known forever, but other than that, I keep it pretty tight knit. But luckily, after having Cruise, I put myself out there more and became more social and started engaging with other like-minded women more than I used to, and it has earned me some of the most amazing business and real-life friendships because of that effort. So if you're going at it alone and don't necessarily want to, by putting more effort into being social and putting yourself out there, you'll probably surprise yourself how quickly that it is reciprocated. Moving on to the fifth thing on my list that's got to stop, tagging random people in your pictures. And yes, it's exactly what it sounds like. Someone will post a photo and an effort to, I guess, get more engagement or reach. I don't know. They will tag a bunch of people in that photo. Now, if the people tagged have something to do with the caption or image, it's fine. Obviously, like that's what the tagging function is for. But I'm talking about when someone goes to town tagging a bunch of people for no other reason than to gain from it on their end. That is the worst. Now, this might be an actual strategy that someone out there is pushing, and it may even be one that works in terms of extra engagement and reach, but that doesn't make it any less annoying to the randoms that get tagged in something that doesn't pertain to them. Back when I used to have the word mompreneur in my Instagram name, I used to get tagged all the time in this one chick's pictures. And the only reason I can gather is because her content was for moms. So anytime she would post, she would go on a tagging spree, tagging everyone that she could find with the word mom in their handle or Instagram name. And it was the worst. 
Like that didn't excite me and make me want to read the caption. It made me want to create a voodoo doll of her and poke needles in her tagging finger to get her to stop. So yeah, let's keep it cute, okay? Don't tag people in your stuff unless it's relevant to them. The end. Number six, if you are using Instagram for business purposes, you need to stop posting crappy, low quality images. Our cameras on our phones are too good and our photo editing apps are too accessible and easy to use to post anything dark or blurry. Instagram is and always has been a visual platform. And if you're using Instagram for business purposes, it is well past time to step your photo game up if you haven't already. And no, I don't mean that you have to invest in a photographer if you don't want to. Like I said, our phones are super qualified and capable of taking great quality images. So what I mean is just take the time to edit and post something visually appealing because it's not only more fun for your audience, but this will no doubt help your business. The better quality your photo is more than likely means it'll get more engagement, which means Instagram will then show it to more people, which means more people will see what you have to say in the caption and future captions, which is where you talk about your business, right? So look at it as an investment because it totally is. Number seven, thou shalt stop misusing hashtags. If you do not know what you are doing with your hashtags, meaning you don't know how to curate relevant lists and or you don't know how to use them properly, you're best not using them at all. And here's why. Improper hashtag usage will hurt you in the algorithm more than proper usage will grow your following. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Improper hashtag usage will hurt you in the algorithm more than proper usage will grow your following. A lot of people throw hashtags on their content because they want to grow followers from it. But fact of the matter is, if you're using hashtags in a spammy way, or if you're using one that happens to be banned, or the big mistake most people make when it comes to this, if you're using hashtags that aren't relevant to what you're posting about, over time, you will be negatively affected in the algorithm, and that's the last thing you want because that means less people will be seeing your posts. And yes, hashtags are a good tool for allowing your content to be discovered by other people, but the amount your audience will grow just from hashtags alone isn't much. So it's not worth the risk of using them improperly, in my humble opinion. So if you're looking for help with this, you would love my hashtag like a boss workshop. It's by far my most popular and loved thing that I've ever made, probably because everyone needs it. And I think I do a pretty good job breaking down the steps in an easy to follow process. So if you are looking for a step-by-step -step solution for how to use and curate hashtag lists for your specific industry, and also how to go about using them with my favorite hashtag app, Hish hash, then feel free to grab that workshop. It's a self-study and only $35 and we'll link it in the show notes. And you can also find it on my website, www.alliereaves.com forward slash shop. Number eight, stop making posts at odd hours or stop posting at odd hours, I guess is the better way to say that. Did you know that the time you post on Instagram actually matters? 
Did you know that the best time for you to post probably differs from my best time and your team's best times and your friend's best times to post? That's because everyone has a different audience. And this is actually really important. You want to be posting your content during times of the day that the majority of your audience is on Instagram. The reason why is because engagement begets engagement. So if you post something during a peak hour and you get lots of quick engagement because a lot of your people are on, then Instagram is going to show your post to more of your audience for a longer period of time, which will amount to even more engagement. See how that works? So if you're throwing caution to the wind like a wild animal and posting at random hours of the day, you're basically rolling the dice in terms of reach and engagement, which you obviously don't want to do if you're a business. So how you would go about finding out when the best time to post is for your specific audience is first, you need to have a business account so that you have access to your analytics. And if you have a business account, I want you to pull up your profile right now. At the top of your profile in gray text will be a random number followed by, quote, profile visits in the last seven days, quote. So it would say something like 1,222 profile visits in the past seven days. So if you tap on that line, it will take you to your accounts analytics where you can find a wealth of information all about your posts and audience. Okay, so once you're taken to your analytics, you're going to see three categories, content, activity, and audience. I want you to tap on audience and scroll all the way down to the bottom. At the bottom, you'll find a bar graph that will show you when your audience is on Instagram the most. So you'll have to tap on the day to make sure that you're looking at the right day, but chances are all of your days with the exception of weekends will probably be pretty similar. So use that from now on to plan your posts accordingly. And if you don't have a business account, I know that they have other apps that supposedly help you access this information, like the when to post app. But from what I've gathered, they are not all accurate and will tell you very different information than what Instagram will tell you. So I would be wary. And if you don't want to switch to a business account, then I suggest testing different times of the day to see which yields the best results for you. Number nine, you need to stop reinventing the wheel daily on the gram. Meaning if you're waking up every day wondering what to post and trying to come up with something shiny and new every single day, you are making things harder than they should be. Unless you just love creating content that way. And in that case, do you. But if you're finding yourself feeling scattered, rushed, or inconsistent because you're trying to create something new every time you post, then I encourage you to embrace the art of repurposing. This is where you take a piece of content and rearrange it in some way to create a new piece of content. Here's why this is the best thing ever. One, not everyone is going to see all of your posts. And even less of those people are taking the time to read and take in what your post is about. 
And even less of those people will remember what the F that post was even about a day or two later. So the more times you can post something, the greater the odds, more people will see it and take in your work. And the second reason why repurposing is the best ever is because it's a total time insanity saver. Not sure what to post? Repurpose something. Running out of time? Repurpose something. Need to talk about something that you've already talked about? Repurpose something. Game changer. And finally, the 10th thing that needs to stop on Instagram, automated messaging. This kind of goes hand in hand with cold messaging, but still, I think it's worth mentioning because the intent is good in most cases, but I think the execution ends up hurting your business more than it helps it. So if you're not sure what I'm talking about, there are services out there that will help you grow your Instagram account by doing a variety of things on your behalf, following targeted accounts, commenting on posts, and sending automated messages out to cold leads or even your own Instagram followers as a way to stir up conversation. And while I don't hate the intent, I do feel like these are a step above cold messaging because they aren't like hardcore hey girl messages. At least I hope not. But the issue I have with these is that they are very obviously automated. Like you can smell them from a mile away. And the ones that make me cringe are the ones that say like, hey, quote, solopreneur mentor, because that's what's in my Instagram name, or ones that say, hey, at Allie I Reeves, <laughs> like, come on, no one would do that themselves. And if it's obviously a bot, who in their right mind would want to take the time to communicate back? Like, I swear to you, I could get an automated message sharing a winning Powerball number and I would delete it because it's from a bot. Like to me, it's just icky. And while I respect your hustle and wanting to do the most in terms of your time, I can promise you that you would see much better results by putting effort somewhere else or even messaging people yourself. Not cold messages, but thoughtful messages to warm leads. Okay, stepping off my soapbox now. That is my list. I hope you know that this is all said with love and with the intent to help you better your business and the use of your time. Lord knows I have been guilty of plenty of the things that I just named, which is why I am so passionate about stopping others from making the same mistakes that I did. I hope this helped you. If so, I would love to know. Shoot me a message and we will chat. But for now, I'll see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.